The following podcast is brought to you by Starbucks Canada. I feel like I gained a confidence that I never really had before. It was kind of the push into the unknown that I needed. From the Toronto Support Centre, this is Career Passport, a podcast featuring partners across the country showcasing how they landed in the role they're in today and uncovering the stories behind their career trials and triumphs along the way. I'm your host, Donna Ewan. I'm a partner within the talent acquisition team here at Starbucks. So buckle up your seatbelt as we meet our guest for today. Today on the show, we have Shift Supervisor Onyx Balston from the Minto store in Toronto. They are one of the most genuine partners I've met, and they truly have a gift for creating best moments for customers and partners around them. Initially hired as a barista at Starbucks, Onyx found Starbucks as a place of belonging where they could grow both personally and professionally. Even on days off, we can find Onyx in and out of the store connecting with their Starbucks family. It truly has become their third place. Onyx also decided to embark on the journey to publicly announce their non-binary gender status after starting at Starbucks. Today, we'll dive more into their journey. Onyx, we are so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you for having me, Donna. Just to start things off, how do you usually introduce yourself to others? I usually introduce myself by saying, hi, I'm Onyx and I use they, them pronouns, or sometimes I wear a pin that says my pronouns and that opens up a nice conversation about that as well. After you started, you felt safe and comfortable to let your partners know that you identify as non-binary. What did your personal journey at Starbucks look like? It wasn't the easiest journey, neither was it the bumpiest. I, I feel like I, I hit a, a nice middle ground with that. And honestly, I, I feel lucky for having that. I, I was still thinking about changing my name and I, I had the idea in my head and I was like, ah, should I do it? You know, should I not? And I had a lot of supportive friends and partners that were helping me feel more comfortable to do so. I actually went on to my partner info to see how easy it would be to change my name. And just right then and there, I tested it out. I put in Onyx and then I hit save and uh, the rest is history on that. And then a lot of partners were noticing that my name was looking different on the DCR. And that opened up the conversation of like, okay, I think I want to start to be called Onyx. And then I started to go by he, them. It's not super uncommon to hear people go by he, they, but I've since made the full, I guess you could say for lack of a better term, transition into full they, them pronouns as well. It wasn't like super immediate change, but there was a lot of partners who already had the knowledge of what non-binary meant and what using they, them pronouns meant. And uh, there was a few people that were kind of new to the concept, which is understandable and everything. The people who knew more about it, they changed in an instant and it was really easy to switch to the new name and the new pronouns. But it did take a little bit of time for some partners who didn't work as much or partners who didn't understand the concept, but they all felt really comfortable to come up to me for questions. Since the majority of the team was already doing it, then it was just a lot easier for a lot of other people to do it. How did you actually create the environment where people felt safe to ask you questions? I get a lot of feedback saying that I'm very open and I'm very genuine and and I'm really good at making people feel comfortable. And I think I kind of use that to my advantage because I let the partners know. I said, hey, please ask any questions you like. Don't worry if it's going to be insensitive or if you feel like it's not going to be politically correct, because that's what I'm here for. I'm here to educate you. And like we could talk about it and that would open up the channel of communication about the awareness of what non-binary means and the pronouns as well. How has being able to show up as your authentic self enhanced your career? 
Showing up as my authentic self, it really, really powers me through my day. There was so many times when I felt like I didn't want to do it and that I should try something else. It's too difficult. But then every time I would get into that mindset, like I would have one-on-ones and everything to talk about how come I'm feeling like stressed out or anxious about the job. So I would always tell myself I'm being me. And that in itself was such an empowering moment. For once in my life, I didn't have to hide or protect myself. And being that vulnerable person in such a supporting community is what honestly motivates me to do my best every day. You talked about not having to hide behind anything. So how does being your true self really allow you to do your best work? I had gone through a similar process in coming out about my sexuality at previous jobs. And that was such a uphill battle almost because being in an unsupportive community, you don't feel like a team member. You, you kind of just like question, okay, why am I here? You know, it's not the best environment. And then that environment really gets to you and it makes you feel not good. And it makes you doubt yourself a little more. And then all these negative emotions just kind of come and swarm you. I've worked at so many other places and I've been in so many communities and situations where I just had to kind of suppress it for a little bit. And you just go through this whole script in your head of like, okay, like they don't accept me or okay, like I kind of have to like tone it down. And in toning yourself down, sometimes you subconsciously tone down the parts of you that are good. Like if you're really motivated or if you're able to work really hard, that also gets toned down with it. You can't just take one section of your life and tone it down. I find it, it has to be like a whole general idea of toning it down. And I think that really affects it. How has that allowed you to grow both personally and professionally? I have to give Starbucks a lot of credit for both my personal and and professional development. When I first went in, I wasn't too sure of myself. I was a little more timid. I know it sounds really hard. If you see me now today, you'd be like, really? It's almost like a complete different person. I've become so much more self-aware. There's so many aspects of my life that have had a light shone on them just from working at Starbucks. Near the start of my Starbucks journey, I was going through some rough times. I didn't really know how to handle them. And being able to go there and learn these skills that I could not only apply to my professional life, but be able to translate that into my personal life as well. It's such a weird but good feeling. You don't expect it to translate through both. You think there's always a, like a defining line between the both. But like things that I've been learning in my personal life and my professional life, they intertwine. That's amazing. In your journey since starting in 2018, you got promoted to become a shift supervisor. What are some of those skills like that you've built as you look back on your journey to date? I found there was a lot more confidence in the way that I was talking. I was able to give direction. And before I would be so sheepish to give someone a direction and be like, okay, you need to do this. Okay, you need to do this. I like, if you told me that maybe about a year and a half ago, I would not have probably done that. I would be like, oh, that sounds scary because I was so concerned about what everyone thought about me. And I just wanted everyone to like me. And I just wanted to be everybody's friend. I didn't realize the distinction between a personal and a professional relationship up until I became a shift supervisor. That was a lot of uh, what I had talked about in my personal development plans as well, is that I had to start to create a professional self, basically. I found that becoming a shift supervisor, being able to become more comfortable delegating tasks or become more comfortable talking to the baristas a certain way, it shone through outside of my job. And I feel like I gained a confidence that I never really had before. It was kind of the push into the unknown that I needed.
What have been successful ways that you've found being a person who is well-respected and well-liked? It was really daunting at first and it wasn't the smoothest transition for me to go into like, okay, you know, I'm a little sheepish to full confidence. It was never just a clean cut like that. I would have to say at the home store that I was at, it was a lot easier because I had that rapport with everybody because I already had that relationship. However, when I transferred to another store, that's when I realized, okay, you know, I kind of got lucky because I had everybody on my side already and like they loved me and I already proved myself to them. Going into a new environment and kind of having to restart that over, that was, I don't want to say difficult, but it was such a challenge that I had to very meticulously choose my words. I went from, oh, you know, like, is it already tiptoeing, walking on eggshells? And now I'm just like, this is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing it together. And I'm here to support you the full way so long as you support me. You're having a great trajectory right now in your progression at Starbucks. So curious to know, why are you interested in developing your career here? I know we work with coffee all the time and the caffeine is great, but I can say with full confidence that Starbucks has changed my life. Starbucks has shown me so many amazing connections and opportunities, people, and I didn't think this was possible before coming into Starbucks and starting my Starbucks journey. But now that I'm here and seeing what being a barista, being a partner is like that, it makes me so eager to see what's in store for me because it's such a great feeling for me. And I want to hold on to that feeling because I have a lot of passion. I have a lot of motivation. I have a lot of things that can help me go in the right direction if I if I put my mind to it. And I found that when I started my Starbucks journey, Starbucks is absolutely the one place where I knew I could do this and I could do it confidently. And I would be able to throw myself into it and work my way up. Also, after talking to a bunch of partners that have been with the company for 5, 10, 20 years, I see that their passion is still not out. And that is something that I really like. And I want to be able to hold on to that and curate that for as long as I possibly can, because it's such an amazing feeling and such an amazing environment to be in. As we do wrap up this episode, being a partner who is non-binary, what are ways that stores can make other non-binary partners or customers feel welcome from the very beginnings? The answer to this is not really a black and white answer. It's just as much of a gray area that non-binary and gender non-conforming is, and it's being able to learn around that. So what I mean by that is individuals that you meet who might identify as something different, they might not always have the same consensus on like a term that you want to use for them or how they want to be treated. What I would always advise people to do, and I tell this to my partners all the time, I say, hey, even if you think it's an insensitive or politically incorrect question, go ahead and ask it because then it opens up the channel for you to be able to educate and to open just a discussion about it. I think the vulnerability in those moments helps build a stronger connection between you and your partners as well. Being able to do that, it's such a nice feeling. And to continue on for that, like some people, they might not like it if you assume their pronouns or they might give you their pronouns right off the bat, but you never know until you actually ask. And another huge thing is that there's so many resources online now as well, too. I did just as much research as well. And I always implore people like there's so many amazing things out there. Being able to make someone comfortable is, I would just say, like, treat them like you would treat anybody else. Treat them with the same compassion and respect that you expect for yourself kind of deal. And asking questions, for me at least, asking questions shows that people want to take the time to get to know me. And that's a really good feeling when I get that because I love talking about my gender and I love educating people about it. And it's a really nice channel to open up with other people. 
That's awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me, Donna. And that wraps up this episode of Career Passport. Be sure to like, subscribe, and if you feel up for it, even give us a review. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Donna Ewan, and this is Starbucks Canada Career Passport.